Hello, heroes, and welcome to another exciting episode of One Shot. I'm James D'Amato, your host and game master. Heroes, the holiday season is approaching, uh, and I know it is super early to bring up the holidays. The spooky gourd lanterns have not yet left our doorsteps, but based on advice that I've gotten from my spouse, based on the way the world is right now, I want to remind everyone that supply chain and delivery systems are in a really bad spot, uh, not just here in the United States, but everywhere in the world. And I know lots of us buy gifts for our loved ones and want those gifts to arrive on time to be given in the holiday season. Mel advises that if you want to be sure to get a gift to a loved one, that you should order it now. Which sounds bananas. And again, I hate when holidays overextend their welcome. And I truly do love, respect, and worship the spooky gourd lanterns. But I also love, respect, and worship all my loved ones, and I want them to get their presents. So, if you needed encouragement or a reminder to get your holiday gifts now, now you have it. And if you're looking for a good holiday gift for someone in your life who loves role-playing games, I humbly suggest that you pick up a book from the Ultimate RPG series. This series is mostly books that I have written or edited, like the Ultimate RPG Character Backstory Guide, the Ultimate RPG Gameplay Guide, the Ultimate RPG Game Master's World Building Guide, and the Ultimate Micro RPG Book. These are all available anywhere books are sold, including all major online retailers, major brick-and-mortar retailers, and of course your favorite indie brick-and-mortar bookstore or your friendly local game store. And since everyone's working ahead, you can also call ahead to either your friendly local game store or an indie brick-and-mortar bookstore and put it in order with them. It's way more likely that you'll be able to find one of my books that way, and you're helping out a local business. So with that friendly reminder out of the way, let's get to the show. The night just stopped? I didn't even sleep. Yeah. This place is weird. This place is weird. Well, I'm not tired. It's fine. Okay. All right. Here. Let's Let's see if they have said anything. I'm hungry. Are you hungry? I'm hungry. Bro, I'm always hungry. That's I am true. eight years old. That let's see so if they've true. got hot dogs. Oh, uh, yeah. Let's get hot dogs. Let's. Okay. Yeah. Let's get some food and we'll sit down and we'll try to figure out our, our next move. Okay. There's like a row of shopping carts here. Oh, yeah. Freya kind of helps. Do we know the name of the possum? Have we asked? He's introduced himself as Oswald. As Oswald, okay. Freya runs over to a cart and says, Oswald, get in! All right! Oswald hops into a cart and Freya just... Oh, Oswald, does he? it's not just hop into a cart. Oswald, <laughs> like, kind of scrabbles. He's very big. He's not super coordinated. Um, and he, the shopping cart, I think, is, like, next to a display. So he, like jumps and gets his little claws into like the the hexagonal like holes in the shopping cart and he like pulls himself up and scrambles and his his tail thrashes around behind him and knocks over items from the display until he like tumbles into the basket of the shopping cart and then pulls it up and sits in that little baby seat uh <laughs> there and all you Good. can see are his like big, weird, nasty possum body kind of like looming down at you. And he <laughs> blinks not in sequence. I feel like Bjorn goes over to like pick up the things that fell off the the 
the counter. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. He's like putting back things, trying to straighten Freya up. Freya absolutely takes off and says, who are you apologizing to? Um, <laughs> you approach, like, like, like you look at one of the things that, that like you're about to put back on the display and it's just a bottle, uh, like, like a spray bottle, um, but it says clumsiness on it. Oh, that's, and he like sprays his hand. And nothing happens. It's weird. Put that bottle back on the shelf and immediately the display falls over again. <laughs> oh gosh. Oh goodness. <laughs> I'm, I'm so, she's right. Who am I apologizing to? And she, he just <laughs> picks stuff up. He takes his beard off too. Like puts it up there as he's putting stuff away. Trying, and he like turns around, like trips over his two feet and like lands. <laughs> oh. There's a rake next to you. You step on the rake and it hits you in the face. Oh my gosh! Ow! What? It, ow! That really, really hurt. Isn't that? And he gets bumped by somebody. I'm sorry. Excuse me. Oh. As he hits another, like a shelf, and then all just kind of crashes on top. <laughs> Meanwhile, Freya is uh, several aisles away and has come to a screeching halt and has seen something interesting in an aisle. Okay, what kind of aisle is this? Because, like, we can have, like, major things because, like, these are personality traits, they are skills, they are maybe even, like, life events or achievements that you can just grab and put on your cart and they look like products. It's either an achievement or, a uh, like, a career because Freya wants to be an astronaut. Yeah. Oh, it's NASA intern. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> NASA intern. What does NASA intern look like as a product in a Target? I was going to say it's in one of those like juice packets things oh, that they like, they like put all their food in. Like you know how it's all squeezed? Oh, it's, like a like a Capri Sun kind of. Yeah, it's like one of those Capri Sun. That's pretty good. That you know has like a nozzle on it. Oh, the, you know what? Maybe it's astronaut ice cream. Oh, uh, that's even better. Yeah. Oh, it's not NASA internship. It's space camp. Oh yeah, that, and, that's uh, and it the comes goal. in. It comes in those uh, astronaut ice cream packets for sure. Yep. Uh, so yeah, there's just a packet of space camp sitting on the shelf. You can see like there's like a little advertisement on it that says "looks better than it is." <laughs> Ingredients: crushed hopes and dreams. <laughs> Freya is definitely torn here because Freya has learned one thing exactly one thing in these woods and that is every single thing on a pedestal or a shelf could have been in someone's mouth looking at that space camp huh yeah yeah I wanted to go to space camp once long ago do they let have you always been a possum well, no, I used to be a garbage man. I told you before like, like I was a, fired. Whoa, whoa, wait, wait. I assumed you were a garbage man possum. Wh- or uh, That's the most ridiculous idea I ever heard. Possums get into the trash and they throw it all over the place. That's not what a garbage man should be doing. Wait, so you were a person once? I was, yes, garbage men are people. Well, oh, my God, that's not what I'm... You are... St- Oh, but like human, you were human? Yes, I was a human garbage man. How did you become a possum? 
I don't know what the pipeline from garbage man to possum is. I assume it's a lot more common than than I thought because that's what became of me. When did you become a possum? Um, this sounds like we're actually doing a basic move here. And I, I, I think we are maybe, yeah, consoling. We're rolling plus friendship right here. And we actually have a plus one friendship thanks to Drew's character being into Tolstoy. Because one of my questions here was, one of the other kids gives you cause for concern and you're keeping that at arm's length. Who is it and why? Well, it's definitely Bjorn. (laughs) And it's because Bjorn's a creepy little nerd. (laughs) So I gain plus one friendship with any other kid other than the one who unsettles me. So I am. That's beautiful. <laughs> I am gonna write down. I've got Freya plus one. So yeah, roll roll those two d six. So that is an eight. Come becomes a nine. So we both feel a little better, and we can choose. We can each choose one, gain one wish, mark one XP, or the character gains plus one friendship with you. Friendship is always good, right? Yeah. Give me uh, write, write down that you're you're now my friend with plus one. We have uh, we are playing a GMless version of this game, which gives us shadow moves. Spooky. These are things on this extremely spooky character sheet. I'm going to hand this to Drew because we've just unlocked the tier one shadow moves. Oh, and Drew, you can make those moves if you like now. Okay, but I still need to know how a pos- like when. I think my last question was, when did you turn into a possum? (sighs) Must have been years ago now. I was in my studio apartment after a long day of garbage manning. And I was looking forward to one of the most beautiful, sensuous things in the world. A perfectly cooked hot dog. I had cooked up the dog, fried it up. I had put on all the ingredients, the onions, the banana peppers, the mustard, the relish. I like ketchup. Not everybody likes ketchup. It's a contentious thing. Bold choice. It was all prepared for me. And I turned my back on that dog. And when I turned back... I saw on the counter a big possum eating my hot dog. Oh, snap. I chased the possum. I ran into the hallway after it, and I fell down the stairs, and I woke up here. Well, that's that's a lot different from how we got here. How'd you get here? I don't know. I was chasing something. Well, so... Well, that's exactly the same! But I didn't fall downstairs. Well... And we didn't knock ourselves out. We just kind of ended up somewhere. Well, uh, you know, and here's the thing. I have assumed that it's my job in order to get home back to my garbage man body uh, 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 and and, uh, studio apartment. All I need to do is find my perfect hot dog and eat it. And I will get my body back instead of the possum who has clearly stolen my garbage man body and is off enjoying Goodness knows how many hot dogs, goodness knows where. Wait, if possums can body swap, does that mean we could body swap? I guess so. Oh. Oh, man. Well, usually the way to body swap, again, I am not a scholar of these 
arts, but I guess it would be good for me to know a little bit about it uh, if uh, I'm going to get my body back. Usually the way two friends body swap is assuming that the other's life is much easier than their own. Oh, boy. All right, we're going to work on that. We're going to test it out. Okay, I'm gonna. This could I'm be fun. Gonna try and think up some toxic assumptions that I could have about you. <laughs> I'll, I'll work on some for you too. It's gonna be great. All right, friend. <laughs> oh, this is gonna be the best trick to play on Bjorn. I feel like I'm gonna use one of these tier ones here. Create danger, describing an incoming or developing environmental, physical, or emotional threat. There is a ding ding. The store will be closing for lunch. The store will be closing for lunch. Please exit the store, or you will be lunch. It's outside. How do I exit the store? I don't want to have to go back into the woods. Ding, ding. In three, two. Wow, that's really Wow, fast. that's so fast. That's really unfair. We didn't even get to buy anything. There's like no chance. What if I wanted to get into uh, archery? Yeah, I mean, that's... Wow, they really don't give you any time to browse here. It's really rude. All right, we we got we got to go. We got to go. Wait, uh, where's your brother? <laughs> at that point, we see Bjorn. We just see a hand like on the the end of the aisle as Bjorn, covered in everything. He's covered in he's covered Tarred in feathers. He's covered in feathers wow. and candy and like he's he's completely fallen his way to to this moment here. He gets up, and he's like I. I think I hurt myself as he's coming around the corner. And I imagine at that, when it was three, two, one, the sun goes out. Oh, God. Man, this place is weird. Like the, the light. Open in an hour. An hour? Wait, are we stuck? Also, we're outside. What is happening? All right, kids. Look, there are a couple things that I have learned going through these woods and entering these little hollows or whatever, the first thing is in places like this, there is always a hot dog and it could be the one. So we need to keep our eyes out for that. The second thing that I have learned is that if someone says that you will be lunch, they really do intend to eat you. So we got to move, but we can't leave yet because we haven't found my hot dog. I have learned two things in these woods. One, uh, anything here could have been in someone's mouth previously. Uh, and two, um, you can body swap with possums. Bjorn. <laughs> Poor Bjorn. He's like, if I've learned anything in these woods, it's that you don't spray yourself with clumsy spray. Bjorn, you... <laughs> oh, boy, Bjorn... Look, you yell at me all the time for touching things, and then you did I it. was putting it away. You did the thing. You did the thing. You knocked it down. I was putting it away. It said clumsiness, and I was like, hey, that's interesting. Oh, yeah, let me just apply this to myself. I love I didn't think it was, uh, You were already clumsy. Why <gasps> would you do that? How dare you say that? You know I'm gangly. Okay, um, so I was going to take a gander just to, like, Take a look at my surroundings. I did roll a four, which the result for that is please, please check off two of uh, these on this track. You see someone or something that gives you a scare. So now we're going to work to relay what I saw to the rest of the group. So I think it is 
the two kids are arguing in front of the shopping cart, and because Oswald is sat up inside the shopping cart, he can actually look behind the group, and his eyes go really big. He struggles to get the attention of his friends. Uh, kids? Kids? What? Help me describe what terrible thing is going to make us lunch. It's got a big mouth, whatever it is. It's a sales associate. It's a sales. It it absolutely (laughs) has like. It's a sales associate. Whatever it is, it's got like an apron on that says sales associate on it. Customer service. But I think it's like just, it's a very large mouth something. It is customer service because they will be serving customers for lunch. Um, oh. I, it's probably since this cl- we've esa- established that the creatures in this clearing are like two animals combined. I'm gonna propose something with a big mouth. A pelican. Sh- Ooh, that could be weird. I was I was gonna say shark, but pelican's good too. Pelican's pelican got shark. like the big. Oh, well, it wouldn't be able to walk. What we, one should be a tar- the target dog. With oh the- yeah, <laughs> one's absolutely a, a pit bull mixed with a target. Yeah, yeah, it's part French pit bull and... I don't think it's pit bull. French pit... Or, it, or French bulldog is, I think, the target it's dog. It's got that weird nose, though. Yeah. It's, isn't that a French bulldog? No. I know it's the dog from Toy Story, like the original Toy Story. Like, they... That was that dog. We're going to take gonna... a moment to look up the target dog. This is really important. It's an English bull terrier. Uh. It's a terrier like a pit bull, but it's a bull terrier because it's got the different... The smaller eyes and the bigger nose. I don't know how dogs work. Okay, it's an English bull terrier and a target mixed together. With yeah, no, the the top is English bull terrier. It's absolutely got that red target on its eye, mm-hmm. and uh, the bottom is squid. So Ooh. yeah, yeah, that's great. It's got these furry tentacles. They still have okay. suction cups. All right, as long as they're furry, I'm I'm doing better yeah, now. There's there's like. F- on them they all look like it looks like a long dog tail like a forest of long dog tails and the suction cups like grab onto things and it scoots itself across the ground Uh, i think there's one more customer service agent uh it is a like a whale shark and like the mouth of a whale shark on uh the body of of a giraffe so it's it's like a big mouth at the end of a very long neck. Mm-hmm. Uh, they all have little red aprons that say customer service, and they uh, turn, see us, and wheel their cart around that they're going to come over and uh, prepare us to be served for lunch. Yeah, one of them grabs, like, uh, I don't know, what, what two animals would make a Karen, do we think? <sighs> That's, that is absolutely... Um, an ostrich. An ostrich an is o- good. An ostrich, mixed with something really fickle. I mean, a cat is. What if it's an ostrich mixed with a peacock? Oh uh, yeah. So it's mm. an ostrich body, but it's got like the big peacock like feathers and whatnot, and it just like it's got that peacock screaming. Ah! Ah! I want to see your manager. Ah! Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Put on this big tray, and like they've got this 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 tray that has like a silver platter on it, and you can see all kinds of other screaming customers and whatnot that are there. It's just tossed in there and boom, like uh, sealed up. And then they see us, and I would like someone to roll scoot away. I'll roll scoot away. I feel like Bjorn picks up Freya, puts her in the cart, and begins to push the cart. 
Uh, so I will roll. What is it? What is the uh, uh, plus steam? Plus steam. I got a plus one of my steam, which is good. Oh, that's going to be a 10. Oh, 10. On a 10, you get away safely. So describe for me how that happens. Um, I imagine Bjorn picks up Freya, puts her in, in the cart, and begins to push the cart and like jump on it to like ride the cart down this aisleway. The, the customer service animals run behind us in a kind of zombie-esque way, like they're jumping over things and trying to get to us. They have really awkward bodies. Yeah, like, it's really... <laughs> I, I, I like... Studio Ghibli is what comes to mind. Like, the the corrupted forest spirit, the way yeah. that it moves, like, I kind of feel like, yeah, there's just a lot of movement in how they get around. There's because... that, that classic Ghibli shot where we pull around the corner and the thing comes around the corner and slams into the other side as it uh, dislodges something. Uh, a couple of things fall into the cart and one of them is greased lightning and Bjorn looks at that throws it in front of the cart and it breaks and we go through the greased lightning and what that is is an obsession with the the grease movie yes um, it is yeah it's got John Travolta uh, on the on the cover of the can if you've ever listened to Hey Riddle Riddle JPC and Adel are absolutely afflicted they bought this product in this weird store and all they can ever do is say Sandy um, oh it's absolutely hair grease like it's uh, it's it's like hair yeah uh, please describe to me how how your character's hair has changed. Oh, it's, it's, it's a big pompadour now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think Oswald has a pompadour, too. Perfect. While we are sliding How around... How's your hair different now? Yeah. Oh, sorry. We, we slide through it. Oh, it's it's the... I've got that... I, I don't know the name of women's hairstyles from back then. Like the beehive or the bob or... It's like a... The fact a, that I know them. Like <laughs> It's a it's a bob, but it's like it's like kind of poofy on top, but it comes down oh, yeah, on yeah. the side of the face into really big curls. Yeah, and and Freya hates it. So Absolutely. we we hit the, the grease lightning, and our hair goes backwards and turns into these as we. There's like there's electricity that crackles off the wheels. Well, I think our our shopping cart starts flying up into the air like the car at the end of Greece. So there's electricity as it hits uh, escape velocity, and we ride out of the out of the store. And when we are no longer going super fast, that's when our hair like goes into the shape that it is now. I have a question. Mm-hmm. As we're zooming by, is there a chance that uh, Freya can? like grab an armful off of a shelf Do- has no idea what any of the things she grabs are but just like grabs an armful of random things yeah yeah sure like a, like sort of like uh supermarket sweeps or whatever yeah just like sweeps a bunch of shit into the cart and just like this might be useful it's a store of incredibly useful things or completely useless or, completely things. Use- or detrimental to us mm-hmm so, like, as you do this, we have a great bird's eye view of all of the customers that are, like, getting nabbed up by different customer service employees. And we can see that part of the store has been cleared away to be, like, a break room area where they intend to cook and serve these customers to the customer service representatives mm-hmm. and the store manager. Oh, the store manager. What does a store manager look like, folks? Oh, wait a minute. Do you know? So it's obviously not the same thing. 
but it is informed by gritty. Um, (laughs) This is a gritty-esque creature. It's like... It's gritty combined with another thing. It's gritty combined with Slenderman. Uh, How does that work? I'm very curious. I imagine the body is the same. Okay. But the limbs are super... So it's the same limbs, but they're very, very long. And Mm -hmm. orange. The fingers are really long. And I imagine the head is Gritty's head with that big smile. Uh, but, but no the, eyes. But no eyes. And the smile goes way too wide. Wait, did we just describe uh, Oogie Boogie? Uh, it's kind of close to Oogie Boogie Man. It's got the longer limbs, though. It's like yeah, Oogie yeah. Boogie combined with uh, but orange Jack Skeleton. And, and the orange and yeah. furry okay. with like long, long. It's like, did you guys ever watch Foster's Home for? Oh, yes. It's like Wilt. Uh, oh, I love mm, Wilt. Yeah, but definitely less friendly than less, Wilt. Less lot friendly, a lot less friendly than Wilt. Because we watch this thing eat a customer, eat the Karen. And like the, immediately the Karen goes, I want to see your manager. And they're like, sure. And they bring it to the manager. It's horrible. Oh, it's horrible amazing. to watch. Feathers go flying. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh my gosh. Well, they got that one customer and I don't feel bad about that, but we got to help everybody else. Freya digs through the pile of stuff in the cart, and I would like to find out how useful or or what type of thing they find from the big arm sweep of stuff. Roll two dice and and see. You want me to tell you what I want to do with it? Please, yeah. All right, here's what what Freya's going to do. Freya finds an item in the cart, decides it's just got to do right now because there's no time, and yells at the manager... Hey, that's wrong. And the customer is always right. And just hucks this this item at the manager and it smashes on their body and covers them in This is a cause mischief. Absolutely. Wow, you're so <laughs> good at mischief. Really well. That's that's an uh, 11, folks. Yeah, that's an 11. So you craft a trap, cause a distraction, pull a prank, or otherwise introduce physical calamity to a situation. And things go according to plan. You create an advantageous situation for yourself. I want it to be something that makes the manager feel either feel real bad or bend to the customer's wishes because the customer is always right in retail, unfortunately. Well, like I, I think this can start that situation. What this is, this is something that is going to distract the manager from eating other people. Okay. I think. Sleep potion? Well, if the customer is always right. Yeah. And if that's like the actual like thing you had. I, I don't know if it's so funny. the customer's all... Like I think this is that 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 would solve the problem completely. You're right. Um, yeah. So we we need something that just just temporarily buys us the time that we need to solve the problem. Oh, uh, it's uh, it's an indigestion. Oh, this is first trimester pregnancy. Um, <laughs> Too <laughs> so real. Just describe to us what that's like. Yeah. Uh, what is a product? <laughs> what is that like as a product, darling? Uh. You are. Well, what does it come in first? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It. Do it. Oh, Do it. It is a positive pregnancy test. It absolutely still has pee on it, 
and you you take the the cap tip off and, and just throw it's like it. a throwing knife. Yeah, it's like a throwing knife. <laughs> and it, oh, it's a it's a little thing, and it does have like pee half in it. And yeah, then yeah. It's inside of it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then I just throw it, and it just splashes piss onto this monster. Yeah. And they become first trimester pregnant. Yeah, like it, it, it's got this, and all of a sudden, like the the employees of the store like kind of rush around the manager, and they're like trying to offer uh, customers to eat, and the manager's like, <laughs> yeah, it's just <laughs> pure uh, bloat, um, discomfort, exhaustion, constant nausea, but you can't throw up to save your goddamn life, or if you do, it doesn't help. So, oh, it would be very good if it did cause him to throw up because a bunch of people would just pour out of his face. <laughs> so we like the cart stops greasing and we circle back down around to another side of the store. Oh, I think the cart now has like an engine and it sounds like it's an engine at this point. Yeah, it, it like it, it has it looks like greased lightning from yeah. Greece, but it's a shopping cart, but it is great. a shopping cart. So now, like, we are at a point where we might want to make a plan, which is construct, like, an idea of how to, like, either buy enough time for the hour to pass and for shopping to continue as normal or get the customers out of here. Like, what are we going to do? Is it a move to make a plan? Or is so that... it, it, it is not exactly a move. It will be a thing that is made up of moves. So what we're going to do is suggest a general plan, okay. and then each of us will describe how we do something that would contribute to the plan that will be a move. I like the idea of making the hour pass. So if we can get, if we can just pass the hour super quickly, but how are we going to do that? I saw in the aisle down there, there, there's a big aisle of neurodivergencies. If we get some ADHD, that hour will pass like that. It's a great plan. That's a great plan. Uh, but we have to get on the other side of those customer service representatives. I've got just the stuff. And it's just, it's all, it's, there's still a ton of stuff in the cart. I think that Freya just, just doesn't look at what's in their hands. It just hucks a bunch of random bottles and so that so Freya's part of the plan is to huck random bottles. Yeah. Okay. So and hope the for the best. I'm, yep. Yeah, I'm I'm providing a distraction. You're gonna cause more mischief. Yes. Okay. Okay. If you're gonna cause the distraction, one of us needs to get the ADHD and one of us needs to be in position to throw it at like a clock. Like there's a big clock mm-hmm. um, and we can throw it at that and it can do that. So I will get the plan, or I, I, I will climb up the shelf to get the ADHD okay. and toss it to Bjorn, who will administer the ADHD to the the employees, the customer service reps, and the manager. Perfect. Now that we have that, let's uh, let's enact this plan. And the first thing is, honey, you got to cause more mischief. Oh no. Holy oh, cow! No. Holy <laughs> cow! Oh, my gosh. <laughs> So before this, Mel, you told me that you think one-shot dice love you. Yes. And I was like, yeah, sure, whatever. Mm. But now I absolutely agree with that. Yes. I don't know why. I do. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Darling, please describe to me what you are distracting this with because like again these are personality traits these are achievements these are oh, things that you can do in life so so freya i mean 
is is keeping distance from these uh, animals by pushing the cart and grabbing things at random and throwing them behind her. Yeah, like the dog squid is like, we're pushing this cart, we're racing this cart, like the customer service reps see us, they are immediately scrabbling towards us, the dog squid is after us, what do you throw at the dog squid? <laughs> so, you know, if the first thing was, uh, I'm, I'm gonna assume that most of these are like uncomfortable medical conditions. Mm. Um, oh no! <laughs> The dog squid. That's the aisle that we went through. <laughs> Uncomfortable medical And condition. I love that freaking Freya was just like, yeah, let's load up the cart with these. We might need some of these. Uh, the first one is trapped gas. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's like a puffer fish. The dog squid just rolls away. Um, the second one uh, is lactose intolerance. Mm, yeah, and that's just like a carton of milk. Yeah, and like uh, it gets gets in the what was it? Yeah, the, the the whale shark's big mouth is just like so big; it's easy to get that in there, um, and immediately like it closes it and has to rush off to the bathroom. Yep, I would like a baboon squirrel um, to be like really, really gaining on us. Um, and, you know, baboons are horrifying. They have those big teeth, but it's got, like, this huge fluffy tail, and it's so light on its feet. It's, like, bouncing from the top shelves. So it, like, jumps down. Its shadow looms over us. I, I think you, like, reel back and throw 30-year-old joints at it, and all of a sudden it hurts for no reason. It just hurts for no reason. I thought it was something. I just thought it was a different type of 30-year-old joint. Um, <laughs> so I was like, oh, that's... Well, that's actually like, pretty good for them. Pretty good for them. But no, but no, no, yeah. It does come in the form of like a joint. A joint. Their, yeah. their back just hurts for no reason. Yeah, they, take, they take a big whiff of this and go, oh, my joint. My knees. Why is my back so bad? I did nothing. I did, I did nothing to it. It hurts so much. Are there any more? Um, I, think, I think that's enough. Like you just fucking pulled it off. Like we got past them. So now. Now we are at the, like, neurodivergence aisle. Um, and I think the aisle of neurodivergence it is shifting all the time. It's, like, moving. It's, it's, <laughs> yeah, there are prescription bottles uh, that are arranged like vitamins in a vitamin display for, for a major store. So you, you just have to, like, go up and, and, and read all of these, like, I, I don't know which ones we're, we're looking for. Uh, we're, we're looking for uh, attention deficit disorder, right? That's what that's ADHD. Yes, ADHD. Okay, I, I, uh, autism, autism in a different part of the spectrum, autism in an even different part of the spectrum. Oh, there's a lot of those. Autism that resembles ADHD. Okay, we're getting closer. <laughs> so I am gonna have to, I think, roll a take a gander here. There's an entire shelf that's just, it's labeled depression, but it's like depression and, depression and, depression and. It's all the different, different ways that depression manifests. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's all blue. Okay. I do see a bottle full of blue pills that says attention deficit disorder, but I would like one of you to describe how it is not quite in reach for me.
Hey heroes, it's James, your Game Master, and welcome to the mid-roll. Heroes, this show, along with so many others, is brought to you by listeners like you, thanks to the OneShot Patreon. And before we get back to the show, I want to take a quick moment and thank some of our backers. Virginia, thank you so much. Josh Points, thank you. Rhiannon, thank you so much. Alex Dusalt, thank you. Cody Coltharp, thank you so much. Roland Berry, thank you very much. Sam Bauer, thank you. Rose L., thank you so much. Sarah Harrison, thank you. Defunct Glasses, thank you very much. Jack Squire, thank you. Jack, I don't know if you've considered it, but you should probably be a private eye. Ike Ginger, thank you so much. Merlin, thank you. Lauren, thank you very much. Ross Taylor, thank you. Michelle Millam, thank you so much. Tech Dragon, thank you. Eve Challenger and Holly Tompkins, thank you both so much. Rain Egan, thank you very much. Lisa Arigema, thank you so much. And Callie, thank you. Thanks again to everyone who supports us on Patreon. Without you, we wouldn't be able to make this show. And we wouldn't be able to make so many other wonderful shows. If you like what you're hearing and you want it to continue, please head over to patreon.com slash one-shot-podcast and sign up to be a supporter. Not only can you join this list of names, but if you back at $5 or more, you get access to cool bonus content. We're currently putting up a new Skyjacks bonus series starring Patrick Rothfuss and Amy Vorpal. It's a good one, and you don't want to miss it. Now then, with all of that out of the way, let's get back to the show. I think, like I said before, I think I think these things, after a while, everything like a Rubik's Cube shifts mm. and moves. And so as you're sitting there about to grab it, it shifts. Yeah, I grab it and go, I think I got it. Post-traumatic stress. No. <laughs> Smash. On the oh, ground. it's sticky. I hate it. <laughs> I hate it. it. Won't leave. I'll deal with that later, probably. <laughs> Um, you move like, like he, he's like now, it, I mean, it is full on just a possum scrambling through store shelves, um, chasing down ADHD eventually gets his little possum paws around it, but he's very tired, too tired to go on and certainly too tired to recognize the, I would like it to be part owl and part Komodo dragon. Yes, 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 yes. These silent wings flap down and there's this long kind of like leathery body and this big stinky mouth like wraps around him and like scruffs Oswald and like carries him away. And he tosses the ADHD towards Bjorn. Hurry, Bjorn! Hurry! Bjorn catches it, um, and uh, I think they they peel out in the in the the shopping cart to pull around. So they do a oh, everyone's coming, and they pull a they do a donut in the in the aisle, and then go through everybody again as they go back to the main place to throw the attention deficit deficit disorder. And and your problem, Drew, is that it is very hard to start opening this bottle. Then kind of easy to like get it going, and then incredibly difficult to finish opening this bottle. Mm, mm. 
So uh, we see that it's uh, it, he can't seem to to get it as they're they're riding around this food court area. Uh, the general manager is still feeling very bad, mm. and as we pull around, it's getting really hard. And then all of a sudden, it's like, oh no, no, it's gonna open! Here we go! Here we go! Here we go! Yeah, oh. I think I think Oswald drops out of the sky into the hand of a gorilla bat, uh, who pushes Oswald towards the manager, and the manager's like. Okay, I could eat that. <laughs> and Oswald's like, Bjorn, what are you doing? It's it's so hard to open. It it won't. It's a pill bottle. It's so easy to open a pill bottle. I don't understand why you would have a problem with this. Wait a second. I need to do something. Wait, no, no, no. I need to. I need to figure. <laughs> and at the last second, I feel like Bjorn pops it open. <laughs> what is inside, James? I mean, they they are they're just like blue, blue pills. pills. They're a little sweet. Great. So what Bjorn does is he puts a bunch of them into his hand and he crushes them into a powder. Mm -hmm. And as they drive around, he yes, yes. blows it as a, as a dust in everybody's face. And before we know it, as we all come to a, a screeching stop in the middle of the place. Yeah, I think the dust gets everyone, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, that's mm -hmm. kind of... It gets everybody, and there's this moment where we stop, and we think everything's going to, like, jump on us real quick, and everyone goes, is this something else I needed? The, the pumpkin's reignited. It's been reignited for goodness knows how long. It's now day, and they're like, oh, gosh, we got to get back to work, back I guess. Back to shopping. Yeah. And the general manager stands up, like, contracts his limbs back into, into his normal gritty body, and goes about, goes back to being the general manager. Oh, yeah. All of the traits of, like, these different animal hybrids, they become much less horrifying. Like and they're the, on the clock. Yeah, yeah, the baboon's teeth, like, withdraw, and they're, like, little, just little teeth. The gorilla bat is, is just much cuter. Like, yeah. Folks, we can now pursue hope. When you've successfully resolved one problem, make a significant realization about yourself and voice it to the others to gain Plus one hope. So, like, getting down from, from the plate that, that, that he was put on, Oswald, like, scrambles over. <sighs> that was scary. Huh? Yeah. It was exciting. Oh, that was terrifying. That was terrifying, Freya. But it did make me realize something. I and my journey of weeks, possibly months, possibly years through this place, uh have been locked in, in the thought that if I'm going to find a perfect hot dog and eat it, that I must do it alone because someone's gonna try and take it from me and steal my possum body. But I don't think that's the case. I think it's okay to get someone to cut your hot dog up for you because stopping that manager from eating all those people it was a pretty big hot dog. Tolstoy says, all happy families resemble one another. Each unhappy family is unhappy in its own way. And that has nothing to do with this. And he like takes, he like, and he, I, I feel like he's learned in this moment, Tolstoy doesn't have all the answers. <laughs> He, he's just a dude. He's just a writer like everybody else. Um, We're also pretty far from the period that he was writing, so yeah, the relevance Life of has changed since the early 1800s. It's fine. 
right? It's fine. I am so glad that you have learned that lesson. That is going to make it so much easier to get this kid to cut up hot dogs for me. I've learned the importance of waiting to have sex because I don't want to get pregnant. That looked really bad. And we like look into the camera and go, the more you know. Oswald like wavers his little <laughs> little paw. But yeah, mark down your, your this this hope on your sheet. Check it off and, and write the lesson that you learned right next to it. Which I guess if your it's goal is to, to to be an astronaut, yeah. then uh, waiting to have sex and not getting pregnant could be a big part of that thing. journey. To be published, I think I've learned that I can be my own writer. I don't have to emulate Tolstoy. Yeah. I'm trying to think if there's a better lesson I could learn. Frey is kind of a spitfire, and I, I feel like... But being a spitfire worked really well. It worked really well. and like Maybe that's the lesson. Thinking about Over the Garden Wall, Greg... I feel like Greg never really showed that he learned a lesson until we got to the point where work couldn't go on. Sure, sure. But this isn't over the garden wall. And no, your I know. journey is going to be different than Greg's. And Greg was also, you know, wrestling with the fact that he was a thief and dealing with his own guilt. Mm. You need to resolve that. And that's a rock fact. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to change my lesson. The lesson that Freya learned was when you stand up for yourself, you can achieve anything. Okay. Well, now that we're here, does anyone want to do a little shopping? Yeah, I'd like to. I mean, and he like, we catch a moment where where Bjorn sees himself like in a reflection and he goes, I kind of like my hair like this. I hate my hair. Well, we'll find you something different. I used to have hair like this. After I saw Grease the first time, I said, that John Travolta guy, that's a guy with hair that I really always want to have hair like. And eventually I went bald. Who's John Travolta? Wow. Yikes. You know Tolstoy, but not John Travolta? Yikes. What, are you going into high school? You in high school now? Uh, I'm... Yeah, I'm going to be a freshman. You're going to need to make some changes, kid. If you want that time to be easy for yourself, you got to make some big changes. In college, that's fine. It's fine to be this guy. Don't be this guy. Like, put this guy on hold for like four years. That's my advice to you. Okay. I did really well in high school discounting academically. I, I guess I'll go in this aisle that says high school stereotypes and we'll check try out some stuff holy cow can we get a clothing montage of <laughs> high school stereotypes for of, bjorn of, of, uh, all of us as high school stereotypes well no, no no this is this is clearly oswald and freya sitting like Oh, waiting for yeah. you to come out of the changing room dressed up as different high school stereotypes. Okay. The dissolve, the change is like a like a spray of like a perfume spray colored cloud. Uh, the first one is Jock, obviously. That's the first one that he went to. Freya th- does a thumbs down and makes a big fart noise. The Jock is, Bjorn looks very different. Like he's got broader shoulders. He's like, now he's like five foot 11. And so he's he's much taller, much broader. He looks good, but it's it's not. He's like I don't I don't doesn't do the thing. The next high school stereotype 
there's a, a spray and it's theater nerd. It's Bjorn in a crazy button-up shirt with suspenders, skinny jeans, and like wingtip shoes as he's he's doing like an improv sketch in front of them. Oh, no, please, please, no. Mm. Well, I guess Oswald, it's right. None of this is visual. So Oswald just like folds his arm and shakes his big possum head. There's a, a cloud, classic 80s nerd, pocket protector. The It's funny, just the shirt has changed. Everything else has stayed the same because he was wearing suspenders and like tight jeans and like wingtip shoes. And now that's just plainer. It's just like a white shirt. It's got a pocket protector. He's got a bow tie. What does Freya think of this? His hair is parted down the middle and shorter now, and he's got big glasses. This was yeah, your hair ho- parted down the middle. Hear that, Gen Z? <laughs> that was your Halloween costume last year. Get rid of it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like <laughs> he was a scientist last year. Mm. What? What's one more, James? Goth. There is goth, but I don't think that's like we're we're now we're now at like the thing that probably will be the high school stereotype that would that would get ascribed to this child. Oh, yeah. Um, and that is smart kid who is also very sad. <laughs> and it's, he comes out, he's wearing like a hoodie. It's a hoodie that's got like a really quippy quote. It's got like Tolstoy's head. Yeah. It's, it's got words from, it's never going to give you up, never going to let you down, but it's Tolstoy's head. Yeah. Ooh, like that. Like that. His hair is is not like slicked back. It's it's a little disheveled, but like in a cooler yeah, kind yeah, of yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like there's kind of an artsy air about you. Like when I picture the smart kid who is also very sad, I picture them like holding the red solo cup at a party, like cracking good jokes because they're very sad. Yeah. And he comes out and he like gives like a kind of a weak smile and like a thumbs up, but in like an endearing kind of, even though he's very, and like, as he turns around, he goes, (laughs) and this one, Oswald is like shaking his head. Yes. Freya gives two thumbs up. That's about right. Okay. Okay. And he's like, all right, I guess that's just the way life goes then. And he, there's, it's a little spray bottle. That says artsy sad sad boy. Artsy sad boy spray. Oh man! And it, it looks like an axe body spray. Yeah, like well, I see. I don't know that artsy sad boy comes in. Like I'm, I'm trying to determine what accessory oh. makes an artsy sad boy. Yeah. Maybe it's like beard it's oil. The patchouli. I feel like that's a hippie thing. <laughs> a lot of people wear patchouli. Yeah. I I think it's a, I think it's an oil. Uh, or whether, a hoodie, like you know, old spice. An oil, an oil does make sense. It should be a styling thing. Yeah, it's like a, it's like an oil, whether it's hair or beard or like just hair mousse, eyebrows. Yeah, like be, I feel like it is beard oil, and although you don't have a beard, um, <laughs> he still does it. because <laughs> that's the thing. Like that, the the smart sad boys like grow up into to fun, but also very sad. I can attest that is what happens to us. Yes, mm-hmm. that is. <laughs> And they grow big beards. They grow big big impressive beards. It's to hide all the the sad. All the sad. Well, to hold the sadness. (laughs) It's to hold. Insulate it. Eventually gets so sad it just kind of (laughs) drips into it. And it just, that's why they get bigger and bigger and bigger to hold more and more sad. Which I like the idea that Bjorn just has to slather beard oil on his unbearded (laughs) face. (laughs) His unbearded face. Oh, no. He's got like a little bit, like a little little stubble. Some wisps. Some little wisps. I like that that's the first thing that, like, puberty had in store for him. That's great. And that's – and he, like, 
puts it in his pocket. Mm-hmm. And whether or not that's the right thing for him, we'll find out And as, as we play this game and enjoy the woods. I do want to know, what is Freya looking to pick up? Freya, after finding something that changes her hair back to something that is more livable, wanders off into the store with the intention of finding something kind of specific. One of her goals here in the woods, there are questions on this character sheet, and one of them says... You want to find the most special gift to give one of the other kids. Who and why gain plus one friendship towards them. Freya wants to find something literary that might be significant to Bjorn. Oh. And I think what Freya finds is taking suggestions, but the first thing that comes to mind is like poetry contest winner. That's great. Okay. Oh, that's very good. Yeah, what is... What product is winning a poetry contest? It's a bottle of ink. Good. Oswald has wandered into the electronics section and he grabs like like a little device that is just called knowing where you're going. And he types in on his possum fingers. We, we see him like pull up the search bar and type in Jeffer John. He takes that and he tucks it away into his fur. Which now we bring to the checkout counter as we place our items on the conveyor belt. And I imagine like we have picked up way more items oh, yeah. than, than we intended. <laughs> Uh, there's there's some like Rogaine looking stuff that uh, Oswald has put on there that is growing your hair back. Um, uh, Teenage hair. mm -hmm. There's a copy of like Freaky Friday, um, but it's called Getting Your Old Body Back. (laughs) And there's, gosh, uh, there's some like workout sweats and like fighting gloves that says later in life turn to getting into crossfit that oswald puts on the counter and like the checkout person scans them and like the price that pops up on the screen is just ludicrous it's like because i don't think it's money i think they they ask for they ask for what it takes for you to do these things they'll take it it from you all at once that's they want effort Absolutely not. Effort. I can't afford that. I guess lose that, lose that, lose that, lose that. And uh, like he's got the, I guess he's shop. He's shoplifting knowing where he's going. So he's like, "Eh, I'm never coming back here. You'll never get a dime from me. Not a dime of effort. He he slumps off hunched and grumpy. I think Bjorn gets up there and he, he just has the beard oil and he scans it. And the price of it is years of therapy and hard experience. <laughs> and he's like, I, I don't know how to how to pay that. Um, can I give you an IOU? And they shrug. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he they give him a uh, a receipt that like eventually he has to have years of experience, and uh, he'll pay it. He'll pay it back. Basically, I'm trying to think if there's anything else that Freya grabs from a shelf. What is something that Freya would just want? Like, it doesn't matter whether or not she should have it. She'd just see that and go, oh, yeah, I want that. Like, there is the astronaut ice cream for space camp. Like, we know that. But is there anything that Freya would impulse buy? Super buff. <laughs> 
Freya knows that the minimum age for space camp is nine, and she is eight. She wants something that can age her so that she can go to space camp now. Oh. You just found a bottle that says plus one years. Yeah. It gets to the scan counter, and like we're, we're checking out things. The first thing is the bo- bottle of ink. They scan it. They look down at you and raise an eyebrow. Freya just kind of pointing over to the arty sad boy who's like now slumped and like slumped he's like has his purchase and so he's just like he's he has his purchases in a plastic bag and he's just slowly like spinning it in a sad way the cashier nods and goes just like that's fine this absolutely will happen to this person then they scan the astronaut ice cream and like the thing that pops up on the screen is whining to mom and dad who are who happen to be very rich and in parentheses it says or contest winner um but then like they look down and they indicate that they need to see your id what's an id oh it's like what mom and dad uh (laughs) Uh, Freya looks over at, um, like, like at every register, there is like a little, they're like packs of gum, but instead of being gums and snacks, it's random add-ons to your purchase. And there is a plus one year add-on and she grabs that and sets it on the conveyor. Perfect. Yeah. So in one year you will be able to go to space camp. So you're given your astronaut ice cream and sent on your merry way. Perfect. So, yeah, everybody, like, gets the checkout. Well, that was eventful. Yeah. Freya slaps Bjorn on the bag and says, let's go, and runs off. Uh, Freya, it's, uh, she's the only person she gets to do what she wants. And he slumps his way after her. Freya, wait up, wait up. We got to go this way, says Oswald, looking into his furry folds. And I think the group uh, wanders off back into the woods and the camera looks back up at that glowing orange pumpkin in the sky, zooms in a little bit as the orange glow like winnows down again until it turns the ghostly white from before. And that's where we'll end our session for now. Yay! This episode of One Shot featured music from the following artists. Into the Unknown by Hill. Russian Waltz by Federico Ferrandina. Moonlight by Louis Lotman. Hollow by Wicked Cinema. Imperial by Lincoln Davis. Home Run by Avocado Junkie. Shakedown by J.B. Good, and Hit the Big Time by Dresden the Flamingo. This episode of One Shot was edited and sound designed by Tracy Barnett. You can find more of their work online, anywhere, at The Other Tracy. Well, heroes, that's it for One Shot this week, but don't worry. We'll be back next week with more Babes in the Woods. In the meantime, why not check out one of the other amazing gaming shows here on the OneShot Network? Like Campaign. Campaign is an actual play podcast exploring long-form role-playing. The current campaign, Skyjacks, takes place in an original setting inspired by the music of the Decemberists, folktales, and classic adventure fiction. Join Liz Anderson, John Patrick Cohen, Tyler Davis, Johnny O'Mara, and Game Master James D'Amato 
as they tell a tale of daring sky pirates. Also, it's basically an elaborate retelling of Weekend at Bernie's. Just search for Campaign or James D'Amato on iTunes, Google Play, or your favorite podcast app. As always, we end one shot with a call to action. Heroes, I'd like to urge you to go out and call your representatives. Calling a representative is a great way to directly advocate for an issue. It's a way that many elected officials keep a temperature of what their constituents are looking for, and because not many people do it, an individual caller can make a huge difference. When I call my representatives, I use a site called fivecalls.org. That's the number five, calls.org. There you can find a list of issue summaries from around the country, along with contact information for your reps and scripts to read while you're on the phone to help you get your message across. Calling is quick, and it can make a vital difference. Thanks, heroes. As always, a humble and hearty thanks to our supporters on Patreon. If you want to help us in a non-monetary way, the best thing you can do is tell a friend. You can also leave us a rating and review on iTunes. Every five-star review we get helps new people find the show. For the latest one-shot news, be sure to follow me on Twitter at OneShotRPG. Look us up on Facebook at Facebook.com slash OneShotPod, or look for news on the site at OneShotPodcast.com. If you want to inquire about ad rates, live appearances, commissioning episodes, or you have a general question or comment for the show, contact us at GameMaster at OneShotPodcast.com. OneShot is a production of the OneShot Podcast Network, in association with Paracosm Press. Paracosm Press is a Chicago-based tabletop games publisher. You can find more information at P-A-R-A-C-O-S-M-Press.com. Finally, that music which is right now swelling up over my voice is Adventure by Be Your Own Pet, courtesy of Infinity Cat Records. See you next time, heroes. Heroes.